I get a lot of people from other countries, especially the UK, just saying, oh, you know, how easy is it to run a business as a woman in Dubai? And, you know, do you get frowned upon because, you know, Dubai is such a, a man kind of run country? And yeah. I, I think the whole women empowerment thing has come on so much in the last few years. And I just think in Dubai, it's really strong and really powerful. I think they really do care about women in business over here. Welcome back to the Kelly Lumber Podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand and style expert who's on a personal mission to inspire you, not just you, a minimum of five people a day. That is my goal, to make sure or just to encourage someone to take action, do something different and just show up as the best person that they aspire to be. And in this episode, it's no different. Brought to you another really cool female guest. Her name is also Kelly. She's a seasoned entrepreneur and investor. Not only that, a company director and brand ambassador who is all about empowering other business owners to unlock their success. She's been based in Dubai for the past 13 years and balances business roles along with being a mum to three boys, one very little as well. And under her stylish wing of businesses, she's a director of a media group, PPMG. And this is where she runs um, modeling and promotions for that business. And she also invests in a number of different young, dynamic lifestyle brands. And she's really passionate about investing into new businesses and especially ones that want to achieve greater visibility and grow their customer database in the UAE. So she talks about balancing family and business and the most common misconception about doing business in the Middle East. Let's listen to the show. Welcome to the show, Kelly. It's so good to have you. Hi, thanks, Kelly. Nice, nice to chat to you today. It's, it's, uh, it's, I've not done a podcast where I've had my, the same name. Hi, Kelly. Hi. (laughs) So uh, this is going to be interesting. So we've met, we've only just met recently, but we've actually known and followed each other on social media for a while. And then when we did meet, I was like, right, we need to get on the podcast. I want to know more about your up, what you're up to. And that kind of brings us to today. So maybe if you can share with the li- listeners a little bit about, you know, your journey. You've been in Dubai now, what, for the past 13 years? Is that right? Yeah, 13 years in Dubai. Moved from Scotland, actually, to start a job as a PA. And then, yeah, 13 years later, I've, I'm a director of about four businesses and I am now a mother of three boys and a wife to Darren. Nice. So what, what, where were you in Scotland? Um, so I started off in Edinburgh, actually, and then I moved to Glasgow, uh, bought a house in Stirling and I was there for about eight years. We were talking about that when we when we actually caught up because my mum was out when we when we last spoke. Yeah, seeing how much you love Scotland. So, what made you leave Scotland to to come to Dubai? Then was it a job opportunity, or you just wanted to travel? Yeah, it was a job opportunity. So, I'd been in in Scotland for eight years. I'd worked for the same company for about ten years, and I was just at that point in my life where I was single. I fancied a change. Um, I got offered a job by my landlord actually when I lived in Scotland. He was setting up a real estate company to buy needed a PA. So I was just like, fine, let's let's have a change. So I moved over. That job didn't actually work out. It didn't transpire in the end quick enough. So then my adventure and my journey started something completely different. 
So, so you get here, the job doesn't transpire. So do you decide to stay and start looking for something else or what happens? I did. I basically gave myself a month to find a job. Otherwise, I'd have to go back home. And lucky enough, randomly, I got a job to start up a modeling and events agency for another couple who they both worked full time, but they needed someone to come in, set the company up from scratch. So I did it completely out of my comfort zone. I had no idea what I was doing, but it went really well. And the company was a huge success. Um, And then, yeah, that's how I started. So um, you ended up working for them. So when did you take the plunge to start your first business? Which one was it? The the events business, modelling and events? Yes, the modelling and events company. So basically, just before the crash, I think it was, or was it just after? I think it was just just after the crash, because during the crash, unfortunately, the two people that owned that company got made redundant. So they had to kind of come on board and live off what, what we were making. So... It just it, it didn't work out. So then I decided to go it alone and set up on my own. And yeah, here we are. So that was the first business. Um, and then how have the sort of the other businesses transpired? So maybe give a bit of a backstory as to the other businesses that you've invested in and how they've kind of organically happened, I guess. Um, so Jim Clothing, which is my my baby, really, they came to me as an ambassador. So I worked with them, with Jamie and uh, Max for about, six months I think before they were looking for investor and I love the brand it's such a such a great brand and just their story and their passion for it really really got me excited and then I was thinking you know I'd probably be the perfect investor because I, I'm so passionate about the brand you know I really believe in the brand so that's where that started and then the next one on from that next one from there is nude my business partner is Astrid and again, another incredible brand that I invested in. And then after that came the Thomas Royal, which is a swimwear brand. And sorry, I totally got distracted there. Yeah, let's just go back about Nude because I want to, and, and I'll, I'll cut that out for the listeners. They want to know a little bit more. So how did that connection, how did you know or like maybe go into that? So maybe go the second business. Okay, the second business I invested in is a company called Nude actually my husband's uh, lawyer that it's his wife that owns nude and we met over a lunch um, and she was talking to me about the products and I tried them and it was just incredible and I could see the vision and you know the numbers and how well she'd done in the, in the states and she was again looking for an investor and someone to really partner up with to scale the business so that's yeah that's when I came on board and then you've got a third business that you've invested in yeah, Thomas Royal. So Thomas Royal was a, another one, where, again, where I love the products and my, my children wear the products, still trying to get my husband to match with them. But we posted and we were, you know, ambassadors for them for a while. And we bumped into them in London, the owner, we bumped into them in Dubai, the owners of Thomas Royal. And she came up to me in on the palm and she was like, oh my God, I follow you on Instagram. Well, you know, your kids wear my shorts. So I think they were wearing them at the time. And then we got chatting, uh, did actually she needed a, an events modeling agency to have some models do a shoot for her while she was over here. So we did that for her. And then a year later, after talking for so long, they're looking for an investor and someone to launch their business in the UAE. So that's when I came on board. So that's the fourth one. Any other little like, businesses lurking somewhere in the background? Or is that your, those are your priorities at the moment? I mean, that's it for now. But, you know, I'm always looking for 
other opportunities and other businesses to get involved in yeah all the time so how involved do you get into businesses in terms of like you know it's challenging enough you've run your own business you've had it to focus on that how do you then manage to devote time to each of them like you know how involved how, how does all that happen um i mean <laughs> to be honest i'm super hands-on i think you have to really enjoy or be passionate or love the businesses that you get involved with. So as with all of them, I think I spend the same amount of time on them each week, you know, building the brands, pushing them forward. So yeah, super hands-on. I wouldn't just invest in a company just for, you know, monetary gain if I wasn't, you know, interested and wanted to be, you know, part of the, part of the process. So how, how, you know, you've got three kids, you've got four businesses that you miss and how do you make the most of your time? Like how do you I mean this is probably the the most asked question it's just balance it's a lot of planning and it's it's balance like I make sure that I plan you know my weeks in advance and just having a good balance I mean I don't ever stop I do sleep but I don't stop but yeah if you want to you can find the time yeah so like talk me through that planning process because I think there's people out there that have got one business and and maybe no kids or a business and a couple of kids that are struggling with that balance so what are some tips and, and maybe talk through your routine and how you do it? Do you sit down on a Saturday or a Sunday and plan everything out? Do you do it once a month? Like, how does that actually look? No, I think I keep it, you know, keep it simpler. I think I really love this uh, prickly pear diary that I got. It's a 90 day planner. So you're not, you know, you're not over stretching yourself with a, you know, with a, a year diary, but I love to write things down. I, I love to highlight. I'm not one of those ones that can put notes and stuff in their phone. Like I have to physically write yeah. it down, tick it, cross it off, highlight it. Love that. So um, you got a so highlighter in every handbag. Yeah. You? <laughs> Pretty much like every time, every thing's got a different color, but I've always been super organized, I think. And that really helps. But every Saturday I plan my week ahead yeah. um, and don't, don't, I try not to like my friends laugh at me because everything, I write everything down. So I never forget. But yeah, I think a week a week in advance is enough. It's yeah, enough not I to like stress you out thinking about how much stuff you've got to do. I think a week in advance, you know what you're doing. And then sometimes I have a day where it's just clear and I'm like, okay, I'll take one day for myself or half a day for myself. But by the day before, it always gets filled up. Oh, so Aim, you do get the chance to have some time in your own. What what would you do? Work out or just spend it with the children. I mean, I work out every morning um with my trainer. So I always have that time in the morning, which is really, really important for me. But yeah, if I do get get spare time not working, then I do do like to spend it with the baby. Mm, yeah, because you've got one that's that's still quite little, don't you? Yeah, he's six months now. Oh, lovely. Um, so what? Um, I'm I'm curious to know, like all these businesses that are investing in, is there like a common? theme that's like a challenge that they're that you've noticed that they're all going through and it's something that you fixed or you know what are some of the challenges that you face in investing businesses over the past sort of 10 years I wouldn't say there was a pattern I mean with gym clothing that was that was born and, and it was it's growing in the UAE with the other two they I think the challenge for me and you know what I really wanted to get my teeth into was the fact that they were a new brand in the UAE so it was to launch it in the UAE and, and for me, that's always challenging, but also, you know, fun just to see how everyone, you know, how they receive it. But there's always challenges, I think, in any business. It's just, I think, after doing it once once or twice, you learn, you know, what not to do and, and how to overcome certain things. 
And what's kind of on the plans for 2022? We're in a new year. What are you focusing towards? I'm really going to push the Thomas Royal brand because I think uh, obviously the weather in Dubai is, is amazing most of the year. So I think January, we're going to team up with a local artist who's incredible. And she's actually designed some of our Dubai exclusive range for Thomas Royal, which is going to be really fun. So I'm going to look to do some really cool events at beach clubs and fashion shows. And that's going to be really fun. That's a really cool collab that I'm looking forward to. So yeah, really push Thomas Royal, really work hard on the nude in the UK because that's going really well. So I need to keep on top of that. And then gym clothing, really, just to expand as much as we can with gym clothing and get some new designs out. What, you know, you're talking about pushing like brands out and, and, you know, getting them more sort of visibility. What has been an example of a really good marketing strategy you've used for one of your brands? I don't particularly work with influencers that much, but I think it all depends on your target audience. Like obviously the UK's audience is completely different to the UAE audience, but it's about the team that you have. We've just employed a really amazing team in the office from London that's come over to do all Mm -hmm. of our marketing and our social media and stuff so I'll be interested to see what they come up with but we always some sorry go ahead sorry is that sorry I didn't mean to interrupt there is that in-house the team or is that an external team you have everything we do is in-house which I think is really is one of the key things and I think I'm really lucky to have that we we own a company called commerce which basically we have our own payment gateway we we obviously create the websites ourselves we have our own like we have our own marketing team we have our own design team we have our own promotional team we obviously have our own models we have our own desi- like photographers and so we, everything we do is in-house so we don't have to outsource anything so obviously that keeps the costs down i think a fair bit mm-hmm. when you're building a brand and, and you're trying to get the brand out there all these things marketing stuff they cost so much money when you're you know when you're paying out for them but if it's all in-house and they're doing doing it over like you know a lot of brands it's a lot cheaper Hmm. So marketing strategy, uh, sorry, your your best marketing strategy is down to, you think, the team that you have to execute it. Is that right? 100%, yeah. They're an amazing team. They're all quite young, so they're really edgy. I really think that you have to come up with, you know, so many different ideas because in Dubai, there's events all the time and they're <laughs> quite the same. So you yeah. have to really think outside the box. And these guys are really young, hip, you know, so much more trendy than I am. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what they're going to come back with. Oh, like so you've planned loads of events. You've been to loads of events. I'm just curious then, what's, your, what's been your, your best event that you've ever been to in Dubai? Oh, my God, Kelly, that's such a hard question. There's been so many over the years. What stands out that's wowed you or what did they do or how did it make you feel? Or I mean, honestly, I didn't go to it, but I, I saw the Hermes event and that looked really cool I thought that was an amazing concept which one was um, that one? I the Hermes one wait, which the one Hermes. The, out in the desert or the one the more recent one no or? the one the really recent one where they they used a um an airplane kind of Emirates style ah okay so anything that you've been to like I remember going to a fabulous Tiffany event there's been so so many it Royal Mirage yeah. is an amazing one when they pulled all the fireworks and you know I always think you can tell the quality of the event by the uh, type of champagne that they start serving you oh God, yeah 100% and what gets me in Dubai is when they say would you like some champagne and it's like Prosecco and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm calling me 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. So one of the other things that I was curious to talk about was something that I've seen new come up on your social media, which is the real business woman of Dubai. Is that right? Did I say real business women? Yeah, it's basically. Yeah, I was cast for another TV show in Dubai that was that's currently being filmed. And after a long process and a few meetings, I decided a couple of weeks ago not to do the show. But they really wanted to showcase, apparently, the businesswomen in Dubai. Um, even though I didn't feel that that was really entirely true, that that's what they wanted to do. It kind of got me thinking that, you know, there's so many reality TV shows at the moment. And, you know, they were focused on kind of like not, you know, not building the women up, not, not empowering women and not really about the business or, you know, the good side. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think showing real life is good and the good, the bad, the ugly, the, you know, the highs and the lows life isn't perfect but without tearing each other down you know without the gossip so then I decided to create a YouTube channel for now called the real business women of Dubai business without the bullshit <laughs> and what so what's happening with that so, so what is that is it a community like is it you know events is it a course like what what is it so basically, it will be a YouTube channel. We've, we've launched a teaser and we had an event the other day. We're going to launch our episode one on the 5th of January. Okay. Um, it's a basically, a, you know, it's a 15 minute long episode each every other week for us to show, you know, the real lives of the real business women in Dubai. Nice. Um, and every we we're going to do it biweekly. And then the week in between that, we're going to do a interview with another businesswoman, you know, to help promote, inspire, motivate, and give some tips on, you know, different businesses and different uh, issues maybe they've had to overcome and just give a platform really for, for the real business women of Dubai instead of, you know, just uh, just women in Dubai. So a sort of a, like, so eventually it will be sort of a, it's a show, but it's going to be a community, I guess, where people can come for advice, support, yeah. um, help, um, questions, I suppose, a resource, yeah? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we've had a few people reach out to us. And in the last six months, I've been there's so many different shows that have gone on in Dubai, people trying to film and we're hoping, you know, one of them wants to pick it up. So, you know, we're going to do one episode, uh, one season of around eight episodes, and then go from there. Cool. What has um, doing business in Dubai taught you versus kind of being elsewhere? Like, is there because I kind of feel it's a city that's kind of anything is possible I love the energy that it creates yeah well, well no I totally agree I think the biggest thing it's taught me in Dubai doing business is patience <laughs> you really need to have a, a oh. lot of patience over here um yeah. but no I think you're right you can really it is the city of dreams and I think it's a much easier place to start up a business especially as a woman there's not so much red tape as there would be in the UK with with licenses and stuff it's quite easy to so? do it and they I, I do. I the really other do. way around, like in the UK, for example, you could start a business, but you don't have to go and shell out twenty grand or fifteen thousand dirhams to start up that business. I think is it not easier the other way? I mean, I think there's more opportunity here to start something. But I, I'm yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, I've always had a really quite a seamless process when it comes to starting the businesses with the whole licenses and stuff. It's you know you have to pay, but it's quite a seamless process. But yeah, maybe it's just the opportunities here are a lot bigger and there's a lot more and they come around a lot of, more often, I suppose. Well, there's so much. I mean, you know, we've just celebrated the uh, 
you know, the, the Jubilee of the, the UAE, you know, there's still so many things, services, products that aren't here that kind of give that. Whereas yeah. I suppose in, in UK, US, Europe, there's a lot more competition yeah, to be able to do that. But, you know, there's one of the things that I know people say to me when I'm mentoring them, for example, oh, I wouldn't have to pay this in, you know, elsewhere. Like, you know, it's, it's a big outlay when you're maybe not making money yet or something for a license. Um, yeah, true. I, I think maybe I, I'm just used to used to those costs because I started those businesses here. So it's always just kind of been a given. I, I haven't started a business in another country, so I'm just I'm used to yeah. it. What's been your, what, what's the biggest misconception, would you say, in... Um, in doing business in Dubai or in, in the line of work that you're in, the, the different um, investor investments that you've got, what's a, a sort of misconception? I get a lot of people from other countries, especially the UK, just saying, oh, you know, how easy is it to run a business as a woman in Dubai? And, you know, do you get frowned upon because, you know, Dubai is such a, a man kind of run country? And, yeah. and I think the whole women empowerment thing has come on so much in the last few years. and. I just think in Dubai, it's really strong and really powerful. I think they really do care about women in business over here. Yeah, when I first started my business, I'm 17 years in business. There wasn't the support networks that are now. There wasn't the, the, the networking groups, the community, and just the sheer volume of women that are actually bringing yeah. business and opportunities. But it's so interesting you say that because you know people have this assumption that you know Dubai is... Like where they think Dubai is in Saudi Arabia, you know, well, how do you drive and meet your clients? I get in my car, but you can't drive. And it's like, well, yes, you can. And, and well, you can't drink. And there's just that, that's so much that yeah. misconception, I guess, about doing it. It must be a good wee video. Hmm, I should maybe think about adding that into uh, it doesn't. It doesn't help, I think, with the, uh, with the UK as well, because they'll be like, even like that top you're wearing now, they'll be like, yeah, but you're not allowed to show your shoulders. I'm like, it's changed. It's changed a lot, guys. You need to catch up. <laughs> I think you're always good. I would never have kind of gone to the mall in, in the early days of living here in a in a vest top. Like I would never do that. But to be fair, it's actually so no. cold. You'd never do that anyway. Um, exactly, yeah. <laughs> people are always like, yeah. why are you taking a jumper to the cinema? It's bloody freezing. <laughs> Where can people find you? What's the best sort of contact address? I know you're quite... you're. You're quite active on Instagram or you're the same on all platforms. Maybe share your details on that. Facebook, probably not so much. We use it a lot more for the modeling agencies, just for the jobs and stuff. But Instagram um, and obviously now YouTube, our channel's up there. I've got a LinkedIn. My um, PR manager manages that for me, though, because I'm not very good at it. Twitter, I don't use really, but I've got one. TikTok, God knows how to use that. You have to go onto TikTok. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. I have an account as well, but um, it's really random. I've got like five videos on it and one video's got, I don't know, 300,000 views. And it's a picture of a, it's a video of a shark in the Maldives. Yeah, I've got all these other things on it that are like style and business related and they don't have the same. Uh, <laughs> so what's the full name that people can find you on on social and, and the the um the handle names? So my website is kellyhodgkin.com and my Instagram is kellymariehodgkin. Perfect. Any parting piece of advice for someone out there um, that you'd like to share? I would say, and I'm going to try and say this word, don't procrastinate. Procrastinate. Um, I think yeah, yeah. I, um, that's the fun. 
the biggest thing that I think with the women that come to me is that they overthink things. I think if you're going to do something mm -hmm. and if you love it and if you're passionate about it, it will work. You know, you put the effort in, you put the time in and you put the love in, it will work. So don't overthink stuff. Don't procrastinate. <laughs> um, just do it. Just go for it. Love that. No, and people do. They wait for the perfect time. Perfect time till the kids are older, till they move, till they've got the job, yeah. till they're more clearer in the head. And it's just then the perfect time just never happens. It's gone. Yeah, exactly. No such thing as perfect. That's for sure. Um, it's been great speaking to you and learning a lot more about what you're up to and wishing you the best of luck for 2022 and I will see you soon at another event hopefully with good champagne yes fabulous thank you so much Kelly <laughs> take care bye Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode today. I'd love to know what inspired you the most. Was there something that was said? Was there a real takeaway that you're like, do you know what? I'm actually going to go away and implement this. Then if there is, head over to Instagram because I hang out there and I really want to hear what is you say. Come and leave me a DM. Tell me the best part or even better, share it with a friend and inspire them too. We are growing weekly and it's all down to you. Thank you so much in advance. Reviewer of the week actually left this message and it made me so happy. Awesome podcast. Every episode gives me an insight into how I can grow my business brand and manage my life around this. Can't wait for the next episode. That was from DKUB2387. So they mean so much. If you haven't left a review yet, then please do head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review. And don't forget, be inspired and keep following your dreams. Until next time, bye for now.